in a world where zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. We really appreciate all the support. You guys are awesome. Uh, We've had a great October spooky season. Uh, We really appreciate all the support. And before we get into tonight's final film review, I just want to give a quick shout out to our website, don'tgooutthere.com. All of our episodes and interviews are there from the very first to the weekly release. We have all of our interviews of these horror legends. Check that out. Uh, we have our store. We have some awesome new t-shirts. If you want to check those out, grab one, rep your favorite horror podcast. Uh, we have Shan's Etsy page attached as well. She, her Tumblr has been selling like hotcakes, so definitely grab one of those. And I'm going to give a shout out to our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Like us, subscribe us, follow us, all that good stuff. We love interacting with our fans. We love meeting new people. We've had, you know, such an outpouring of love and hate, honestly, for like Halloween ends. We have, you know, we just love interacting with our fans. So definitely uh, follow us on social media. And last thing I want to shout out is our Patreon called Blood Donors. Uh, we have the traditional monthly reoccurring kind. It uh, takes a big burden off of us, helps us pay the bills to produce and make this podcast. We really appreciate it. And we also have one-time donation. If you're a big fan of a movie you want to record it, we have that option available as well. Uh, tonight is Brother Dustin's pick. And uh, why don't you go ahead and ask your pick, brother? Yeah, man. So uh, when I joined the show, I teased and joked around that I was going to eventually pick this movie. But I was like, nah, I can't do it. Let's let's not do this. Let's pick something else. But when you announced uh, that you were picking Hocus Pocus, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. I went with Ernest Scared Stupid from 1991. Um, I was back and forth on whether or not to pick it because it is a kid's movie. But I thought, you know, why not? We don't have to take things so seriously all the time. This movie uh, came out in 91. I was three. So obviously I didn't watch it when it was brand new. But I definitely watched it several times throughout the years as a kid. Grew up on all the Ernest movies, to be honest with you. Uh, I was a huge fan. And... Uh, the damn trolls were traumatizing as a kid. Uh, very scary for a small child to watch just how ugly they were and the premise of them stealing kids' souls and all that. But really loved this movie as a kid. Now, I hadn't watched it in about 25 years and went back last week and watched it for the first time in all that time. And, buddy, it's not a very good movie uh, looking in retrospect as an, a full grown adult. But. Unlike Hocus Pocus, I do have nostalgia for this one, so I'm going to be a little hypocritical in my uh, criticisms and grading tonight uh, compared to what I was for Hocus Pocus. But like you last week, Nico, it's because I grew up with this movie. Oh, I get it. Uh, I understand completely. I'll go next, Mike. Uh, Like Dustin said, I grew up with this movie as well. I remember watching it several times as a kid. Uh, I, I gave a teaser of my nightmare I had of this damn troll. Uh, I remember distinctly being stuck under a streetlight and I couldn't move. I was frozen and I saw this damn troll just hopping towards me and I couldn't move. I was, I was terrified. So it stuck with me for 20 plus years, especially since, you know, I was a little kid when it happened. Uh, Jim Varney, he did a great job as Ernest, but like Dustin says, not a great movie, but it does make me think about my childhood. And if my audio doesn't sound great, just gonna throw the disclaimer right there. We've had a hell of a time with my internet connection, so I'm using my phone and my AirPods. So I'm doing my best for what with what I got. Uh, Mike, what'd you think of the movie? Yeah, so I think all four of us grew up with this movie. I think we all have some form of nostalgia for it. Obviously, Brian not here tonight. R.I.P. Oh, sorry, my bad. I mean, he's not here just this show. He's not gone forever, everyone. Uh, sorry. Oh, I mean, he is a Halloween Horror Nights. You never know, man. I mean, you never know how that's going to work out. Um, okay. So, just want to throw this out there. I have a ton of nostalgia for the Ernest movies. The, the first four. The rest, I could kind of take or leave. But those first four theater movies that Disney put out, well, they put it out under Touchstone, but it's still Disney. Um, I really do enjoy somewhat all of those four. Um, I will say the scared stupid has always kind of been my least favorite because I thought it felt the most kid. Like it mm-hmm. felt like it was the most dumbed down one of the four. 
that we get. I still enjoyed it as a kid. And it, you know, the trolls terrified me as well. And I look right off the bat, Jim Varney is fantastic as Ernest. I mean, I really can't complain about his acting or his portrayal. And I know that over the years, he's gotten on a lot of people's nerves being this character, Ernest. I think that's kind of the point. If you're an adult, by the way, is he's kind of supposed to get on your nerves, uh, which is totally fine. Um, now, all that being said, this movie is bad, man. <laughs> this is a bad movie. Uh, I, and I have a lot of nostalgia for it, kind of like Dustin. Uh, but this is not my favorite Ernest movie. I love Go, uh, Ernest Goes to Camp. I can still watch that anytime and enjoy it. It doesn't feel like it's too much into the for a kid category. Same with Ernest Goes to Jail. There's some dirty jokes in that movie uh, for sure. And Ernest Saves Christmas is just kind of one of those that just kind of, I mean, you watch it on the holiday season, it's fine. Ernest Scared Stupid, the trolls, which I think look fine for like a scary kids thing. But as a, as a whole, man, this to me is where the decline in Ernest movie starts to come. I know Slam Dunk is a fan favorite, <laughs> including Dustin, but it's, yeah. You know, it doesn't really hit on my radar, but the rest of the Ernest franchise is just total, just garbage. Just Ernest goes to Africa and the army and rides again. And all those movies stink, pal. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say you're absolutely right. And you mentioned the, your favorite four. And I told you slam dunk Ernest, you had that one in there. And um, that's my favorite four as, as, as a kid. As a kid's horror movie, this Totally fine as a children's horror movie, but getting to sit and watch it now for the first time in probably 20 years as a 30 year old adult, it just doesn't hit for me. I had a hard time getting through it the two times I watched it. There's some good laughs in here. Uh, shout out to Eartha Kitt, who's, you know, really good in most of the things that she's in. She's a really good character actress. So she does this and Yzma and she's Madame Zeroni and holes like the late, the, the latter stage of her or the later stage of her, career does a lot of good fun character work and she's fine here but the, the man i'm gonna tell you something right now i hate doing this and since we have a precedent on this show of doing it the child acting in this movie is fucking horrendous horrendous <laughs> this is some of the worst child acting i've ever watched uh and i, I mean look i'm sure they're fine i'm sure there are upstanding adults now in, in the world i didn't look into them but you weren't a very good child actor, man. I don't know if I would have done any better, but whew, the child acting here is bad. Ernest saves it in spots, but uh, I'm excited to talk about it. I'm glad you picked it. It gave us a little bit of a change of pace. And aren't you too glad we had the masterpiece that was Halloween ends smack dab in the middle of Hocus Pocus <laughs> and Ernest Scared Stupid? Isn't that so fun that we did that? Man, what a great week it's been. I'm I'm ready for next month's theme. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> it's time to watch. Yeah, man, it's time to watch our my my theme month, baby. Let's go. Also, I picked a six cent, so I win this month. <laughs> I win this month out of you guys. I I like you and Brian's pick. I like Urban Legend a lot too. Uh, Urban Legend, I really enjoyed as well. Yeah. Y'all got any more thoughts where you just get into the uh, opening set of scene? Yeah, I, I just wanted to ask, now that you've had a w another week to reflect, Nico, how do you feel about Halloween ends? still fucking hate it. I'm just not <laughs> mean. I'm just not mad anymore. Fair enough. I, Therapeutic for everybody. All right, go ahead. I, I got that, that hate out of my heart. But uh, If you have hate in your heart, let it out. All right, <laughs> let's, let's get started. And, and dear God, please let my connection stay. All right. <clears throat> the film starts with opening credits to a spooky tune with clips of other horror films as Ernest reacts. We're in Briarville, Missouri, long ago, as we see a young girl screaming and running through the forest. She stumbles and is backed into a tree, but the troll is caught by the town folk in a net. They bury it under an oak tree, as, and the troll says, someone with your bloodline will release it. They fill the hole, and we're in class now as Elizabeth reads the story of Trantor, the troll. Kenny gets trolled by Murdoch, and now the teacher speaks on Elizabeth's report. Elizabeth says Phineas' descendants would get dumber and dumber. We meet Ernest, who is the sanitary engineer. He's cleaning out the trash cans as a dump truck lifts him into the air. The machine malfunctions and a mop is launched at him, knocking him into the truck. Rimshot, the dog, closes up the top of the truck and it begins to compact down. Ernest shoves a baby doll into the gears to try and stop it to no success. He unplugs the machine and it stops but continues to close again. Kenny and Elizabeth find Rimshot barking and they open the dump truck up. 
A big block of trash falls out with Ernest in the middle of it. Sheriff Binder walks outside and Mayor tells him he just got there from the Hackmore residence and it's a mess. It violates every code. If Ernest can't handle the cleanup, fire him. Ernest is pulled over by the sheriff and he has the kids get out of the dump truck. Ernest makes excuses but is told he'll be fired if he doesn't do his job. We're at the Hackmore residence now, which is a dump with no trespassing signs everywhere. He knocks once and goes to walk away, but old hag Hackmore storms out asking why is he here. She snaps on him then says he will bring the curse on them all. She yells at him and then blows flames at him. Elizabeth lets out a loud scream and Kenny and Joey compliment it. They go into their fort and the Murdochs show up, shaking it violently. The three run out as they knock the fort completely over. Kenny tells Ernest they wrecked their haunted house. We now see Ernest in several different costumes as he tells a story. The jack he's using on the car begins to falter. Kenny tells Ernest they need a treehouse. The jack launches and breaks the back glass of the mayor's car. We're in the woods now as Ernest leads the kids to a tree as he continues to ramble. Ernest looks up a tree and a bird poops on his face. They find steam coming out of the ground and they come up on a unique looking tree. A treehouse begins with a single nail as they all start to construct the treehouse. We hear a narration from older days as the troll breeze and the earth moves. A ghost comes up from the ground as Hackmore watches outside. The treehouse is built as Hackmore walks up on them. She asks what have they done. She says they will open the ancient door and tells them to flee. She runs away and Ernest follows after her. Elizabeth says it was spooky. The Murdochs approach and the trio of kids begin to launch like cat food and pizzas at them. The Murdochs walk away saying this isn't the end of this. Uh, Mike, that's the opening set of scenes I got. What'd you think, brother? Yeah, so I actually kind of like this uh, this uh, o- opening credits intro where he they kept throwing back and forth to Ernest in like in his cutting with clips of old time horror movies in black and white. I, I thought that was interesting to kind of let you know we're in for a scarier version of Ernest than you and the family are used to. Uh, the eyeball coming through the mouth, but there's some good physical comedy from Jim Barney here. Uh, look, man, this opening scene where you know it's Phidias and uh, the world bloodline is cursed it reminds me very much of Halloween like why do we have have so many cursed bloodlines and and paranormal activity for that matter but um you you get the scene in the classroom and I just got to be honest everybody in this scene teacher included the acting is terrible like it it really does take me like it's not like there's better acting on Disney Channel original movies from the late 90s. Like they're like I just it takes me completely out of it. Uh and then you 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 get Kenny and uh Elizabeth when they're kind of walking alone and he kind of, you know, hits on her just a little bit. Uh his impression of basically like Elvis uh just oh god, it drove me nuts. Um I'll say this, the opening kind of comedy scene with Ernest when he's in the trash compactor, it's fine. But like it's Traditional good earnest stuff that I think works even now. Uh, I, th- I think this is probably Barney's best scene in this movie as far as just being the earnest character. Um, so, uh, and then you get the you know the 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 uh, haunted house part and the Murdochs and and all that stuff. Like I like the story. Like I think the story is fine. But again, I hate to harp on it, but these little kid actors just take me out of some of these scenes, man. They really, really do. Uh, even the bullies, the Murdochs, like, I don't know. It just, oh, golly, it's like they, I don't know. And some of these other, mo- you know, these other Ernest movies, the first four, the kids involved are pretty good uh, child actors, especially in Ernest Saves Christmas. But in this one, it's like they just found the bottom of the barrel. No offense. Uh, but uh, you get Eartha Kitt here, and she's basically playing – Madame Zeroni before Madame Zeroni existed, and she's really good at it. Uh, and I really like her character. Like, I think her basically playing the crazy old spooky lady just works, whether it's this or Yzma or Madame Zeroni. Like, I think it's just that's a really good theme uh, for her to play. Uh, it, it, look, this stuff, when the kids go to see Ernest, where you keep changing costumes, I fucking hate it. I absolutely Aww, hate it. I think on. it's terrible. Some of it's fine. Like when he plays the old lady, I, I like that character. Like every time I see that in an earnest movie, thumbs up. But this like, ah, golly, the rest of the characters just no thank you. No thank you. It's just not for me. And it doesn't, 
it goes on way too long, way too long. Like, and all, all you really get out of it is the mayor gets his back windshield broken, which, okay, that's fine, I guess. It goes on for like two minutes tops. That's too long. It's too long, oh, man. It's too long. Hate, if you Look, hate fun, just say that. I, I'm sorry. I don't remember cutting in when you were shitting on Hocus Pocus last week. When you were <laughs> hating you on some of the with fun. me. I know. See how that works. <laughs> See, you're wrong when you don't agree with me, pal. Uh, yeah. So, of course, Ernest, of all people, walks up on the spooky tree instead of all the other fucking trees out there and awakes these trolls. And uh, I do have a fun fact that I don't want to wait until the end to share. The pizza that they're flinging, it's the same pizza props from Teenage, Mut- uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2. Uh, it's the same pizza props. I thought that was really interesting. Uh, and so, I mean, it's a fine open to this movie, but I have to say, and I'll try to go away from it, the rest of the review, these kid actors, man, it's, it's, it's a hard stomach. It feels like I'm watching an after-school special in some spots. It's like the kids from Barney. I guess oh that, no, it that's is. Yeah, bad that's a actually. perfect example. It's like the kids from Barney. Yeah. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I love the opening credits and title card scene. Like it's a throwback to classic. Like we get a lot of cut-ins from classic horror scenes, uh, and it's got great visuals. I love the song choice there. It sets the tone. It's going to be a very fun uh, type of Halloween movie. And and honestly, it's just like the nostalgia just hits you right away for me, at least. Uh, and then also, I don't know if you guys have watched the new Monsters movie yet or not. It's on Netflix, but the whole movie feels very similar to this title uh, card and credit scene, like just the the transitions and the way it's shot. So that was weird. I watched both of those this weekend. Um, so when we go back to a long time ago, I think is the way it was framed, but the the ancestors and you know the old historic scene or whatever you want to call it the little girl running that's bad man like her screaming was annoying as hell anyway but when she turned and faced the camera she didn't look scared or frightened she looked like she was smiling like she just did not display fear at all so that was the worst of the kid acting thank god it was only for you know 30 seconds or so um i you know I like how uh, when they go to the classroom, these kids are the age that I would expect to see uh, in a in a movie like this. And when a classroom scene is telling a story like this, like that was one of my big griefs with Hocus Pocus is like those kids were too old. These kids are like the perfect age for this type of story to be told in the classroom and everything. And I like the one kid's got the line it's supposed to be the history of the town, not Nightmare on Troll Street. That was pretty funny there. Um and then, of course, when we get introduced to Ernest again, it's like holy nostalgia just right in the face. we got a classic Ernest contraption that fails miserably. Uh, some good Ernest humor while he's in the back of the truck, like him using a uh, car exhaust to try to pry his way out, and then the shovel, and then it snaps him too, and he gets uh, ejected in, in the cube where his feet and face are going the same direction. That was pretty funny stuff. Um. And then, you know, that classic Ernest, Ernest montage where he's telling the story and then pr- portraying all those multiple characters. I disagree, Mike. I love that. Like, it's just that that's classic Ernest. And so I, I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, it is again. classic Ernest, but it kind of just in this particular movie to me, I guess, felt out of place. Not 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 so much that it's like Jim Barney's doing a bad job. I just felt like, all right, man, how many times are you going to keep cutting to these different characters? It's really the only reason I... I don't yeah. like it. I, I didn't mind it because I think I loved it so much as a kid that I just I remembered when I was rewatching it. But uh, and then <laughs> you mentioned the the cop's window getting shattered. Well, when that jack flies out from underneath his truck, the back glass of that car, it's very obvious that it shattered before the jack ever hit it. Like that was a <laughs> blunder. And, and you could tell that like uh, they must not have had the budget to reshoot that or something because they're like, fuck it, we're leaving it in. Like, it shattered, and then the jack lands. That was funny. Um, <laughs> and then just what a dope-ass treehouse that is. Holy shit. Like, that's awesome. I'm jealous. As a, as a 34-year-old male, I would sell my house and move into that treehouse. That was awesome. But, um, yeah, good, good fun fact there about that being the same pizza from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Part 2. Um, I really like this open uh for what it is i'm not saying it's 
you know, classic masterful cinema, but I, it's good, man. It's nostalgic for me. It's, it's funny. It's good, clean family fun, much like this show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ernest is back and he tells them Hackmore still believes in trolls and magic spells. He tells them the story she told of a troll with red glowing eyes who turns children into wooden dolls. It's still alive under the tree. Can only be awakened the night before Halloween by a whirl who idiotically says the spell and awakens a troll. The kids take off running and Ernest asks where they're going. He's up here all alone. Ernest tells <laughs> Rimshot, nothing to be afraid of. They got the high ground. Ernest screams when he sees a troll. I hope you're from Keebler. He cowers, knocking over a cooler and spills milk and the troll disappears. Kenny and Elizabeth separate from Joey, who now walks the woods alone. He loses his footing and falls into a mud hole. A voice sounding like Ernest says he's got him, but it's a troll, and he turns him into a wooden doll. We see Ernest now running to the sheriff's house. He tells him about the troll in a panicked fashion, and Kenny confirms what he said. Sheriff says it's just a nightmare. He closes the door in his face. The troll keeps walking the woods, and he hides the Joey doll in a tree. Grow, my children, grow, he says. Ernest is at Miss Hackmore's. He tells her he let the troll out. He describes his appearance, and she says he hasn't seen horrible until he sees what happens to the children. She gets the book down, and he shows her which troll it was. The heart of a child and a mother's care is how to stop the troll. She tells him to stop the troll by midnight tomorrow. She says he's the only troll fighter, the great redneck hope. Ernest walks the streets with a megaphone telling them to keep the kids indoors at all times. Trolls are coming. Tom and Bobby Tulip are recording a commercial telling dad jokes as Ernest interrupts. He says he has serious problems. Trolls. Kenny runs up on Elizabeth asking where's Joey and she says he never went home. He doesn't believe her about the trolls. The Tulips are selling Ernest a bunch of traps now running up a big tab of over 1700 bucks. Kenny and Elizabeth are, looking, are out looking for Joey as we see the troll running through the forest. Kenny finds a hole in the tree with the Joey wooden doll. They hear the, the troll and take off running. Ernest is all dressed up in random get-up, and Hackmore just ignores him talking. The two kids run to Hackmore's house when they see Ernest there. The troll ambushes and captures a kid riding a skateboard. They go into the house, and Ernest jump scares them, and they tell him about the doll in the tree. Hackmore says the troll is getting stronger. He's gotten one child already. Four more souls before he can release his army. Hackmore scares the kids, saying they need a child's heart. Ernest is setting up a trap and telling the kids how this trap works. He shuts his hand in the trap and lets out a delayed, hilarious scream. I laughed my ass off at his scream. Elizabeth is disappointed she can't go with him and gives Kenny a kiss on the cheek. And I just wrote, my guy is smitten. The troll puts another doll up and we see the troll bud sprouting. Kenny tells Ernest, I'll get my dad and just meet you at the tree. Kenny goes to walk inside and hears a rustling noise. We see the troll approaching the house. The Murdoch boys jump on Kenny, ambushing him and they take off as Kenny's mom pulls into the driveway. Kenny takes off on his bike to find his dad. Elizabeth's mom goes into her room and checks on her. She barely even ate dinner, she says. She says, this is Halloween. It's supposed to be fun. Her mom says there's no such thing as trolls. She tells Elizabeth to get dressed for the costume party. There's nothing under the bed, she says repeatedly, as she slowly pulls her sheets up. She grabs her teddy bear and rolls over. She screams when the troll is right beside her. All right, Mike, that's the next set of scenes I got. What would you think, brother? Yeah, Nico, you read a whole lot, but I don't think a whole lot actually happens in this set of scenes. I will say, uh, I only have a few things on this set. One thing I do like is the idea of, of the trolls kind of turning the kids into dolls, basically. Like, I think that's a creative, cool idea. Uh, kind of freezing them in place and turning them into uh, little versions of themselves. Like, I actually really like that idea. Uh <laughs> We get some what I think probably the best comedy of the film, which is between Ernest, Bobby, and Tom. Like anytime you get an Ernest movie, especially those first four, you know, you're getting Bobby and Tom, you're getting that duo. Uh, and Ernest goes to camp. They're like the cafeteria workers, and and that's where I always go to. But here, we're really, really funny. Uh, him being the salesman and <laughs> selling Ernest a bunch of stuff that doesn't work, uh, but he thinks it works, and he racks up a big bill. Like that's just really funny shit to me like i think that's uh that was really good i think my gripe here comes with the fact that uh no one but like this movie to me does not treat Ernest with the respect that i think the other three in the original four do 
which I mean, he's they kind of make him the village idiot, um, where no one believes him and he's acting like a kid and all this other stuff. And and Ernest goes to camp. He's a counselor with responsibility. And while you know he's probably not the best counselor of all time, I think they still treat him with some respect. Uh, and Ernest goes to jail. You don't get any of this village idiot stuff. And then Ernest says Christmas. It kind of feels like that's when we start to go that that direction that we get here. But and, and so some of this nobody nobody believes the kids. Nobody believes Ernest stuff. Just kind of takes me out of it a little bit. Like I just wish that someone would be like, huh, I wonder why the kid's story is the same. Ernest's story is the same. Like you're seeing these trolls, these things, you know, we should at least listen to what they're saying. Uh, even though a troll sounds absolutely ridiculous. I get that. But um, yeah, the rest of this is, it's just fine to me. Uh, the Murdoch kids are kind of dicks. Uh, I would love to see the Murdochs fight the O'Doyles. Uh, they'd probably get their ass whooped. Just saying, because the Doyle rules. But well, damn, will... but a banana pill took the O'Doyles out like it was uh, Mario well, that's Kart. A whole, that's a whole. Well, that, well, I mean, come on, that's a little different. It's a little <laughs> different here, uh, dude. The Murdochs were crying because they were in the back of a garbage truck or whatever the fuck. I don't want to hear that. Man. Well, we saw what a garbage truck did to Master Shredder. It fuck you up, man. I tell you what, these boys are not descendants of Trevor Murdoch because they'll whoop your ass. I tell you what. <laughs> Sorry, that's a reference reference that like two people will get, maybe, if we're lucky. We're those two. Yeah, yeah so we're the two that will get the reference. Uh, yeah, but that's pretty much it. I will say, out of the out of the child actors, the one that plays Elizabeth probably does the best job to me. Um, I think she's pretty good in the scene with her mom. I think she's pretty good in the looking under the bed and then the troll being right next to her. By the way, that's maybe, to me, the scariest scene in the film is when all of a sudden it's it's – Stuffed animal in one cut, turn over, and it's a troll in the bed next to her. That would that that freaked me out as a kid, and still kind of like, oh, that, oh, that's weird. That's I'm I'm uncomfortable. So uh, not a bad set of scenes. I I just kind of feel like this and the next set it, feel like one long run on sentence, which is what I'm doing right now. So I'll stop. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's definitely fair, but I think that uh, that's that's the difference in a movie that's made for adults in a movie that's Absolutely. just meant to entertain kids while the parents do yes. something that they need to get done. Yeah. You know? I used hey, to we'll love put this on for man. you so I can get some housework done. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, all right. So the troll turns him into little wooden dolls and that's what gives him his power. What the fuck kind of logic is that? I don't wh- little wooden dolls. All right. Uh, and then this is like, what a random yet very specific way that the troll could be summoned. What? Like you have to say this exact phrase that no real person talks like this. And you have to be standing where you're standing on this one night and touch the tree. Like, that's crazy. That's funny to me. Um, and then, uh, Nico, I did like, I'm glad you included it in your in your scene by scene description there. When he said, boy, I sure hope you're from Keebler. Like, when I watched the movie, obviously I didn't pick up on that as a kid. But when I watched it uh, the other day, I was like, wait a minute, did he just say that? And I had to rewind it. And I was like, yep, he sure shit did. That's that's good. That's good stuff. And then, my God, just some terrible special effects when he turns the kids into wooden dolls. That's bad. And then, um, so the the new trolls, the other trolls, they just spawn from this tree. That wasn't really explained at all, but okay. Like, I can just accept that's the way things have always been done, I guess. Okay. And uh, it really just makes... <laughs> It makes no sense to me also how the troll just hides and watches the kids for a second instead of just trying to go snatch them up. Like he was kind of hiding in the bushes and around the tree and stuff instead of just bum rushing them. That doesn't make sense. He's got to get five kids by the end of tomorrow night. So why wouldn't he just, you know, seize the moment? Carpe that damn DM troll. What the hell are you doing? Um, It was very traumatizing as a kid. To when he she rolls over in bed and that damn troll is in the bed. I will I will say that shit. That's the shit that nightmares are made of as as a Absolutely. kid. But this set of scenes, I know that when I was just talking about them, every bullet point that I had was a criticism basically. But for what it was, man, it's still pretty fun. It's just bad, fun but bad. Yeah, it can <laughs> yeah that that but that's kind of my stance, Dustin. It, it, it's not that I'm not having a good time. I'm just so – all right. 
I'll put it this way. When I and we'll be reviewing this next year since you two got your kids' movies in this year. I'm getting mine in next year. But I feel the same way watching this that I do the first Halloween Town, a movie I have a ton of nostalgia for that I love. But objectively speaking, no, it's kind of bad. Like it's not the best yeah. movie of all time, but I still have a good time with it. With this, I I do as well for the most part. Our Ernest is setting up a giant troll trap in strains and strains. He asks his dog to bring him the stick, and the trap closes, launching him. Kenny gets to the gas station, and Ernest radios to the Tulip Brothers. They play along with Ernest mocking him. Trantor watches Ernest go into the gas station. Jimmy the cashier can't talk anymore, stuttering, and charades what's behind him. He grabs his shotgun and aims it in Ernest's direction. Kenny stops Greg, asking if he saw his dad. Elizabeth's voice calls for Kenny in a tunnel, and we see Trantor, who has captured Greg, turning him into a wooden doll. Kenny runs away as Trantor pursues. Several parents are talking to the police, asking about their kids who are missing. Kenny is still running around and is almost hit by a milk truck. Trantor is gone now. Ernest's troll alarm goes off, and he gets back to the trap. Kenny tells his dad what's happened, and Ernest walks in saying he's caught the troll. Murdoch tells Sheriff to start a search party for his missing boys. Kenny says to believe Ernest, they set traps up. Sheriff has him open his dump truck up, and we see it's the Murdoch boys. Mayor fires Ernest, and the sheriff says he's acting like a child, and it's time to grow up. Ernest calls for Kenny and says, tell him. Kenny gets in the car with his dad and leaves. Ernest tells his dog he's finished in this town. He's a world. He's cursed in this town, and he begins to weep. The dog bites him, and he feels motivated again. We see a flashback of him in fourth grade. Trantor is putting the dolls in the trees. And says one more and the cycle will be complete. He hides when Ernest arrives. He says the buds look like Brussels sprouts. Trantor runs at Ernest but is knocked out when he opens the door and runs into it. Ernest is jump scared as Trantor appears on top of the truck. Trantor is stabbing through the top of the roof and he's now looking through the driver's side window. Ernest locks the door with his foot while the window's down. But Trantor rips the door off the hinges. The dog now steers as Ernest falls into the bed of the truck. The two seemingly have a sword fight until Ernest pulls out some nunchucks, but he knocks himself out. Ernest throws a rope at Trantor, knocking him out of the back, but he begins to pull on the rope, dragging the truck backwards. They throw the truck into reverse. How about a bumper sandwich, booger lips, as Ernest laughs at Trantor. <laughs> That's the best line I've ever read on this show. <laughs> it's up there. It's gone now. Where did he go? Trantor jumps into the truck and pushes Ernest down the road in a burn barrel. The Tulip Brothers run into the barrel. Ernest knocks on Hackmore's door as he uses a giant, I just wrote, can opener-like thing to pry the barrel off him. She says the sprouts haven't hatched yet. Trantor still looks for another child as he knocks him off the table and he rolls outside. Trantor is on the prowl as Kenny is dropped off at the party. Elizabeth's mom asks if anyone has seen her. Kenny's mom asks around if they've seen him as Ernest and Hackmore show up. We see a mother and daughter argue but quickly apologize. Hackmore realizes how to stop Trantor. Ernest runs through the hallway and into a door, almost knocking himself out. Ernest runs into the gala, and they keep shushing him and say to kick him out. Trantor is now on stage with him, and chaos ensues. Everyone runs out the building as Trantor gets his fifth child. Ernest rolls his sleeves up as Trantor walks towards him. Ernest pulls out some milk, but Trantor blows out air, knocking Ernest away and into all the snacks. Trantor runs away when he sees Ernest covered in ice cream. They check on Ernest now, and Kenny brings Rimshot to him, who's been turned into wood. Kenny says, we'll find some way to defeat this thing. He gets up and marches on, and they pursue after Trantor. Kenny realizes it's milk that can stop him. You're one dead troll, Ernest says, as the parents say, we have to kill this thing. Kenny tells his dad it's milk that will stop Trantor. Hackmore tells him to come on and do what's right. Some other kids ask how to stop the troll, and Kenny says, follow me. And the next set of scenes are the ending. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, so as much as this set in the, in the last set feel kind of like one long run-on sentence, like I said before. There's some really good earnest shit here, man. Just some very traditional, basic earnest stuff uh, that I think is really, really funny, man. <laughs> I mean, him setting up the giant trap with uh, <laughs> with the dog, I think is great. Um, he's got some really good one-liners here, man. And, you know, part of the best stuff to me in this movie, I will say there's a little bit too much hot and cold back and forth with the parents and the kids and all this other stuff. When in reality, we just kind of want to see Ernest 
do his thing, which we get inside the truck. You know, he sees the, the troll runs right into the door. He doesn't even see him. And then he's going down the street and the, the, the damn troll is on the roof of the truck. And he sprays the troll spray inside the windshield like that was going to fucking do anything to the troll outside the truck. That was really, really fun. I love that. That was golly. Good stuff. Again, there's some really, there's, I said, there's some really good earnest stuff here. Uh, Eartha can't getting him or, you know, getting the barrel off with like a giant wrench basically uh, was really good. Like prop comedy. Like I enjoyed that very much. Um, and <clears throat> look, his best, my, you know, the, you know, the bumper sandwich booger lips is just an iconic line. I love it. Um, I used to have a workout tank that said that I don't have it anymore. Uh, probably cause I'm about 30 pounds more dense than I was when I first bought that. So, uh, I, I love that line. I think it's great. Um, yeah. So, but another great line that's forgotten or like a thing from this movie that's a little forgotten is Miak <laughs> instead <laughs> of milk because he can't read it. Oh God. It, 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 it cracks me up every time, especially when he pulls out the jar of Miak and he's trying to fight the troll with it. Like just really, really good physical comedy stuff. And then it gets a little, this stuff at the party, the dance, whatever, it's a little, it's whatever. It's, but it is finally the big reveal that the kids and Ernest have been right the entire time. That's the only reason I don't really like the whole, like, Ernest, you're fired scene is because, well, we know that that's not, that's not how the story's going to end, man. We know Ernest is going to save the day. Ernest always saves the damn day. Uh, I think this is probably the most fun that I have in the movie is this set of scenes. Uh, outside of the kids and the parents not believing them stuff, that that's neither here nor there. But all the earnest stuff, I think, in this set is really, really good. Yeah, so um, why why is the troll in the store here? It was following Ernest. That makes no sense. Like, I get later it says that you know he's going to make him pay for the sins of his forefathers or whatever he says, but... Um, like the kid, the troll needs to go after kids. You got a limited amount of time to get five kids, so that that didn't make any sense. But uh, yeah, the Miak was funny too, uh, especially because Miak, like he says, Miak is oh the ancient Norwegian Miak or whatever. That's not real. That's not real shit. I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's just classic Ernest. Um, we get more terrible effects as another kid's turned into a wooden doll. Like they are just bad. Um, and here's the thing. So when he catches the, when he quote unquote catches the troll and it's the, uh, the Murdochs, how did the kids get from that dumpster to the back of the garbage truck without him realizing, oh shit, those are, that's not the troll. <laughs> that's the kids. That was kind of, all right, we'll just ignore that for a minute. Um, it, it was entertaining when the troll was on the truck. Like you said, he sprays the troll be gone on the inside of the windshield. It's like, oh, this stuff works. That was funny. And then when he's uh, on the radio calling out, today Columbus Day, like he names a lot of holidays. That's funny shit. And then the truck, like he slides over to the passenger seat and the, cu- the truck keeps driving. And then he's fighting the tr- uh, troll. They get on the back of the truck and then rim shots driving the truck. That's funny as shit, man. Not to mention he had that funny line when uh, the troll, t- when Transor tells him, you're going to pay for the sins of your forefathers. And Ernest says, but I only had one father and I didn't know him that well. Like, that's funny shit, man. But when the fuck did the troll get a sword? Like, I feel like if he had a sword the whole time, his job would have been a lot very easier. random to just pull out the sword. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck? Goddamn uh, King Arthur and shit. What the hell? He's just treating the top of that truck like a tuna can. And then all of a sudden, like, I don't by the know. way, that was but, some bad um, effects. If you go back and watch that sword, it moves like a rubber bead. <laughs> it's so yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and there's more bad stuff. Uh, well, there's good stuff when he's trapped in the barrel like that's funny he goes up he falls down the stairs and rolls away and everything but there's bad stuff when she's got that giant can opener like it looks like that damn thing is just made out of cardboard that was spray painted silver or something that's pretty bad but um milk what milk that's the legend i see i always knew that silver bullets and wooden stakes killed vampires i had no idea that milk is what killed trolls maybe uh you know, that's a lesson for the internet. 
We should have known. We should have known when Milk ran their celebrity athlete campaign. That's when we should have known. When, when when they had Derek Jeter in an ad, he's a troll. Oh my bad, sorry. Are, are you saying Big Milk rules the world? That's I'm, breaking that's, stuff here. I mean, <laughs> they're the one. The, uh, they're the ones that filmed the moon landing. Big Milk. Anyway, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of milk myself. Listen, I dabble, but lactose um, free though. Oh my and, bad. And, yeah, no, I'm talking. I'm talking. Cow milk. Trust me, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know what you mean, buddy. But, I know what you mean. <laughs> but no, this set of scenes, I I agree with you. It's very entertaining, man. Especially the truck scene. The truck scene alone is worth the price of admission on this because that is peak earnest. But um, it's just more bad though. It's it's not good. Go ahead, Nico. All right, guys. Here's the ending. Trantor makes it to the tree and puts the final soul into the tree to set his children free. Ernest makes it to the tree and says it's time for troll shish kebabs as he drives his truck into the troll, crushing him. But Trantor is gone, and Ernest catches the falling sprouts. There's too many, though, as they begin to burrow into the ground. The little trolls emerge from the earth, and Ernest uses a garbage can lid to try and stop them from sprouting. Kenny and the kids ride their bikes through the store and take water, guns, and all the milk they can grab. More trolls emerge from the ground as Trantor laughs, saying, devour the humans. Ernest fights them off with a baseball bat. Sheriff and all the parents arrive, but they're quickly overrun and overpowered. Ernest climbs into the treehouse as the other adults are attacked. Oh no, they're going to blame this all on me. The Tulip brothers think they're going to get rich as Ernest blasts some of them with ice. Ernest uses a bowling ball now as he throws it over the, <laughs> over the edge and it hits an adult in the head and he accepts an award. Kenny and the other kids ride past Hackmore as they head to fight Trantor. Trantor says to bring me Ernest's head. Kenny and the kids get their milk-filled guns and begin shooting the trolls. The trolls die and disintegrate. Kenny saves Ernest right as his head is about to be chopped off. Trantor calls for help from demons. Ernest is in different costumes again as he pours milk on the trolls, climbing up the fort. Ernest launches yogurt cups at some now, and Kenny throws powdered milk on one. Trantor asks to be made invincible as we see his nails and horns grow longer. The crowd all claps for Ernest, and Kenny and Hackmore appear, saying it isn't over yet. Trantor emerges, igniting the ground on fire. Trantor knocks Ernest below. Kenny shoots Trantor with milk, but he's too strong for that now. Kenny is made into a wooden doll now. Trantor leaps down and says to Ernest, now you die. The parents encourage Ernest, and Hackmore says, it's the unconditional love, the heart of a child, not the milk that defeats Trantor. Ernest drops the carton of milk and holds his arms out and says, come on, little fella. Trantor jumps in his arms, and Ernest spins around and kisses it, saying he's cute. Trantor now explodes and disappears back into the ground. The parents cheer him on and celebrate Ernest. Kenny comes back from being a doll, and the rest of the children emerge from the tree. Hagmore is embraced by some children who knew who know her. Ernest is all alone now, and Hagmore walks to him. She asks, what's the matter? There's nothing in that tree for me. Rimshot emerges from the truck and jumps in his arms. Ernest hugs and kisses his dog. The film ends to a groovy tune and end credits. All right, Mike, that's the ending. What'd you think, brother? Okay. <laughs> to me, to me, the ending is kind of the most annoying part of this film. Uh, now, I'm viewing this as an adult. So as a kid, the way this thing wraps up, I, I loved as a kid. And I'm sure if a kid watched it, they would love it the same. But as an adult, I could see the flaws here. First of all, you mentioned... In the last set of scenes, Dustin, the milk being the solution, but to actually see it play out as everyone is shooting milk on these trolls, Bubba, <laughs> the visuals are interesting. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> an interesting visual. Uh, not to get too weird, but I mean, this is a fucking adult show that we're doing about a kid's film, but I, I don't know. I was uncomfortable. I was uncomfortable. Oh, you're just a pervert, man. Did look a little bukkake-ish, but you're just a pervert. Oh, you literally just said it looked a little bukkake-ish. Man, kiss my ass. Now, <laughs> outside of that, it's still like kind of odd, you know, to see these things being squirted with like milk out of guns and cartons and all other guys. Like it's just like a. I understand that as a kid, though, that like that would be really funny. It's like when you're a kid and you watch a cafeteria food fight scene in a movie, you think it's the funniest thing ever. Same kind of thing here. Like milk's not supposed to be poured on people and. Here it is being poured on these trolls, and they explode, and those effects look pretty bad. Um, I will say this, you know, all I really have is 
this set of scenes suffers because you don't get a lot of good earnest, in my opinion, like we did in the last set. Like, I feel like he's kind of cast aside a little bit. He's made to be a bumbling idiot that kind of runs away from uh, Trantor a little bit here. Uh, I don't, as a kid, I like the very end. As an adult, the fact that a hug puts Trantor away, a hug. Okay. All right. I guess that's sending a nice, wholesome message. Yeah. But it doesn't do it for me as an adult, man. It fell so flat. I almost forgot that was the end of this movie. Like I said, I haven't seen it in 20 years. So at least, if not more, but definitely at least 20. And so to see this movie end with a hug instead of Ernest eviscerating the the uh, troll was a little bit disappointing to me, which I should have expected because Ernest goes to camp and Ernest goes to jail kind of in the same way, which is like good positive vibes overcomes everything, man. Not... You know, we can't explode anything in this kid's movie. So, uh, yeah, it's fine for what it is. I like that him and Rimshot reunite. That was very sweet and nice because uh, I got a lot of love for the doggos. But uh, outside of that, this ending just doesn't do a whole lot for me uh, as a 30-year-old adult. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, first of all, man, worst sheriff ever. Deputy Dewey would have had this shit under control. Sheriff uh, Binder shows up and he pulls his gun out, but he doesn't get a single shot off and he gets bum rushed and they kick his ass. That's just terrible cop right there. Um, I think the, I think the bowling part was hilarious. Like he's got the bowling ball and he's breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera world lines up, does the famous world twist or whatever he does. And then he throws the damn bowling ball through a basketball hoop and it hits a, hits a human adult instead of the troll. Like I don't know why that's so stupid. It makes me laugh every time. Um, and we get the, the classic stuff where he's in, in the tree house and he's running around in a circle to escape the two trolls that are uh, chasing him. And, uh, he hides in the middle of the tree for a while and they keep running. Then he gets out and, uh, he's actually chasing them and then they run into each other. That's just classic shit there. That's really funny stuff. Uh, I, <laughs> I like the, the troll taking the bullets out of the gun and then eating them. And then the way that the trolls decides to shoot them is by getting smacked in the back of the head with a baseball bat. Like, that's funny stuff. But how many damn bullets did he eat? It's like he had an extendo clip. He just kept spitting bullets at him. Uh, we get some pretty truly awful effects when the trolls disappear, man. Um, like, the milk hits them and they you get a swirl of orange lights and then they're gone. But we did get a nasty on the ground uh, where the trolls are standing. That looked pretty nasty. Um but yeah, I agree though, man. It's just seeing the milk be the demise of these trolls played out is terrible, but it's okay. It's not made for us, it's made for kids. And kids do find that there's only two kinds of people that find food humor and poop humor funny, and that's kids and Vince McMahon. Um, the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. The troll, uh, let's see, where'd I go here? Oh, and I did think it was funny when Kenny tells him the milk eradicates him. And then Ernest goes, yeah, gets rid of yeah, him, too. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like yeah, that, that was That's good. a great line. Uh, Trantor evolving like a damn Pokemon from hell, too. Like, he just hides in his in his little tree hole there and levels up a few. That was pretty crazy, crazy shit. Yeah. Um, but, man, the milk is just outrageous in this finale. <laughs> so Come weird. on. It's just like, weird. number one, it, yeah, it's a ridiculous premise as is. But, number two, how the hell did the kids... This handful of kids get all that dairy product out of the store. And these kids, being the age they are, like they had yogurt, they had powdered milk. Like, no. If you if you tell a group of kids that age, hey, milk's what kills them, they're going to grab jugs and cartons of literal milk. They're not going to grab all that shit that just had dairy in it. That's a little far-fetched, as I'm talking about a movie about a troll. Um, <laughs> then... then <laughs> when the troll makes its reappearance, man, that entrance was WrestleMania worthy. We got a light show behind him. We got a pose at the top of their entrance ramp. We got music. We got pyro. Triple H would be jealous of that entrance. That was pretty badass yeah, there. Yep, yep. Um, then, yeah, it was funny stuff when he's like, come on, little guy. And he hugs the troll and dances around with him um, after he realizes, you know, un unconditional love is the key. That scene, just him dancing around with the trolls funny and the snot all over his face when he kisses him. But it's a completely, utterly ridiculous finish. Like that, it's like they they were just doing this on the fly and they got to the end. They're like, oh shit, we're at the end. How, how do we go home? 
and they're just calling it on the fly. And they're like, okay, he, he kisses him and he loves him and he, the troll can't handle love. So his head explodes. Uh, fuck it. That sounds good. That's pretty bad. That's pretty damn bad. But overall, man, it's entertaining. So how mad can you really be? All right, guys. Uh, y'all want to jump into social media comments and questions? Whoever has theirs pulled up first and go ahead and go. Yes. Uh, we didn't have any on Facebook, uh, but we did have this comment from th- – Ooh, how do you say that? Thicky thick, – thicky, so, Hey, man, I'm sorry about your name, but you know who you are if you're a listener <laughs> of the show. I do apologize. Uh, also, I can't see for shit. Uh, well, I should probably just sound it out, but that's okay. Uh, it says, ha ha, holy crap. I just started watching the other day. I remember my mom took me to see it in the theaters. Obviously, I didn't go see it in the theaters, but boy, I wore this VHS out, son. Yeah. VHS, and uh, it used to come on uh, ABC back in the day when they were yes, leading up to Halloween. Um, all right, so I'll do the Twitter comments real quick. Kevin Scanlon, uh, member of the show. Uh, Kevin, if you're listening, go watch Halloween Ends right now or you're suspended. Um, he said, haven't This man seen, still hasn't <laughs> haven't seen, seen Halloween this movie. Ends. Kevin, you're about yeah. to get replaced, buddy. You can't just not watch movies we review. That's not how this I mean, works. That's, that's a rule. That's a rule for staff. If I have right. to watch it, you do, pal. He said, uh, haven't seen this movie in years, but I grew up on the Ernest franchise. Going to have to rewatch this and some of the others here soon. Amen, brother. Um, Clay said, quote, booger lips. And then he said, greatest Halloween film of all time. Debate anyone but me. Uh, <laughs> that's, that is a bold statement, as we replied online. And but you know what? Fuck it, man. I like it. I like the gumption. I like it. Uh, Sean Irwin said, "God, I haven't seen this in forever. Guess I'm watching it tonight." Then, uh, and then Eric, friend of the show, Eric said, "If you could insert the character of Ernest into any existing horror franchise, which would it be?" I'll let you guys go real quick. Man, that's a tough question, honestly. Uh, it is. Mike, who do you who do you think who can you think of? Because I feel like he's so goofy and over the top i don't feel like he'd fit in any of them <laughs> where would i where would i put Ernest in a horror franchise uh leprechaun <laughs> yeah yeah man someone's gonna be mad as hell when i say this but i, I could see him in a weird cameo in like a very self-aware version of chucky okay yeah see yeah. Like I, a bride or or seed of Chucky, like you know, one of those scream inspired ones that are kind of self aware. I could see him showing up. No, the main burn, and he goes, "Don't fuck with me," and he gets cut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I could see, I could see that for sure. I was thinking uh, some of those bad Nightmare on Elm Street movies where they try too hard with a comedy. Like he he would be funny, yeah, uh, going back and forth for Freddy. But um, also, how funny would it be if he got if he was like the third man? With Tucker and Dale, <laughs> that, that just fits, man. That would be funny as shit. <laughs> I'd rather have him than what's his name. Oh, never mind. Oh boy. That's, anyway, that ain't how business is done. That's not how business. <laughs> that's done. not how business is done, Mike. Uh, a couple more here. So I retweeted it, and uh, Brandon said, "Just watched this cla- this classic with my daughter this weekend." R.I.P. The Goat. Jim Varney is the goat, man. Uh, hey, died far too soon. Let me tell you something. He's the goat. Is the character of Ernest. But he's in that god awful three Don't. ninja no, shut up. movie with Hulk Hogan. It's the shit. No, that movie was. You're an adult. It was enjoyable it was, as a kid. No, I hated that movie as a kid. I hated. I it. loved it as a kid. I liked it better than the third. Hulk Hogan. One. Hulk Hogan can't act, brother. Oh, except, Mr. Nanny. Except, um, except Mr. Nanny. And then Bradley said, "Incredible flick." This is me anytime I see a tree that resembles that cursed doorway one, uh, and he's got the squinting. Uh, emo- uh, gift there, so yeah, I agree with both of those comments as well. So that's all of our Twitter questions and comments. All right, guys, um, I don't have any fun facts except for I read on IMDb that there were 17 different trolls that were on screen. Thought that was pretty cool, but uh, since I'm using my phone, I'm not going to get away from this screen because I'm scared it'll fuck up and I don't want to do that. So, Mike, Dustin, y'all got any fun facts? I got a couple. Um, so we already touched on the pizza there. Uh, so the Chiodo brothers are credited with special effects for this film. They also made killer clowns from outer space, and some of the trolls in the finale were repurposed clowns. Yep. Uh, also, the same spinning clown death effect was used for the troll deaths. 
Um, this was the Mike touched on this one earlier. This was the fourth and final Ernest film to be released under the Disney label Touchstone Pictures. Ernest producers initially signed a three picture deal with Ernest, but after Ernest Saves Christmas, the deal was extended from three to six. However, this movie performed below expectations at the box office, so Disney prematurely ended their contract. Uh, all the other movies were released either direct to video or for TV. Uh, this is the only, I found this one interesting. This was the only movie. Uh, only Ernest movie to be reviewed by Siskel and Ebert. Yeah, I saw that. And too. this was because Ebert never saw an Ernest movie before. It got two thumbs down. You know what, Siskel and Ebert? God rest one of your soul. I know one of you passed away. Maybe both. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Uh, this is not this is not a movie that's supposed to be critically acclaimed and reviewed like right. it's the you know the fucking Godfather. It's Ernest for God's sake. Cut some slack. Uh, last one. This one is shocking, appalling. And just downright wrong. So Ernest writer Daniel Butler, who played Sheriff Bender in this movie, or Binder, however you pronounce it, he wanted his character to have a mustache. But Disney told him that he couldn't have one because it made him look too Hispanic. What? It's a little wrong. 1991 was a different time, huh? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I actually have some this week. Okay, here we go. Uh, we talked about the opening credit intro. Uh, just so you're aware, the movies that they use in that are Nosferatu, White Zombie, Phantom from Space, The Brain from Planet Eris, The Screaming Skull, and Little Shop of Horrors, which I recognize. Um, supposedly, reportedly, the troll face meme that we see on the internet these days is believed to be inspired by a face that Ernest makes while delivering the line, how about a bumper sandwich, booger lips? Uh, if you want to look that up, you can look that up and look at them side by side. They're close, I guess. Whatever. You had the killer clown saying I use the uh, pizza props. Um, really quick, I had a cool one here. Uh, yes, last one that I have. Ernest mentions Mr. Potato Head in the movie. Coincidentally, Jim Varney would voice Slinky Dog alongside Mr. Potato Head and Toy Story and Toy Story 2. So the world's a circle, Thanks. man. The world's a circle. And this movie had a nine, excuse me, a, uh, sorry, $9.6 million budget. And it made, unfortunately, $14.1 million, which is the reason that Disney did not extend uh, the franchise to two more films. Yeah, I did think of one more that I forgot to say. Uh, you threw me off guard when you slandered it. But so Jim Varney was in. Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain. It came out in 98 alongside former WCW world champion Hulk Hogan. Who, el who else was a former WCW world champion? David Arquette. Go ahead. <laughs> I love I'll tell you what. That's how you know that that movie's terrible. Because, I mean, Ready to Rumble looks like, you know, War and Peace compared to that. Fucking it is a kid's movie. I hated it as a kid. What? We've already established you hate fun. No, I don't. I actually love fun. I loved all the Ernest movies. Well, I liked it. The first, the first four. The rest are. Or, or, Ernest goes to Africa is unfortunately racist. Just, just very, very, very racist. Let, let's move on. All right, I'm guys, just saying that it is, man. Don't go watch it. Don't go watch it. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. All right, let's jump into our rating and favorite kill, least favorite kill, if y'all picked one. Uh, anybody want to go first tonight? I'll go I'll ahead go. and do Brian's. Okay, and yeah. And then yeah. you go, and then I'll go – or I'll go last. And, yeah. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll go, go first and last. After you read Brian. I'll go after okay. you read Brian. Okay. Cool. All right, so Brian's. This movie is super nostalgic for me, honestly, in ways I hadn't thought about in decades. When I was little, me and my neighborhood friends would go deep into the woods by my house and build forts, etc. Surprisingly, the things I scared myself sometimes thinking of while deep in the woods wasn't Jason Voorhees, wasn't Michael Myers. It was the trolls from this damn movie. Couple that with my uncle constantly saying, you know what I mean, Vern? Because he saw one of these movies at some point equals Ernest as a staple in my childhood. Now, is this movie good to me? No, it's nostalgic. And that pretty much the driving force in my feelings regarding this. But I can't let that totally drive my rankings this time. I'm going to give this a flat five. All right, I'll Thanks, go Brian. next. Uh, 
Call us sometime. Call us sometime. Call us sometime. All right. Uh, Brian, I hope you're having a good time, brother, at Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah, Wish absolutely. I was there. Uh, I didn't pick any least favorite favorite kills just because this, this movie is not about that. Like I said earlier, movie is super nostalgic. I remember from my childhood, and I think I'll agree with Dustin and Mike saying it's not really a great movie when you fast forward to being 30, 31, 32 years old. But it still has a little special place in my heart. I do think the movie is a little too long. Because I agree 100% with Mike. I, this movie was kind of painful to get through my scene by scene, honestly, just because I just kept losing interest. I was like, oh, God. But I can't be disrespectful to the, the late, great Jim Varney. I think he did a fantastic job. But I do agree with Mike. I do think, like, those costume scenes where he kept changing from a Roman emperor to a want to the granny and all that, I felt like was drug out way too long. I didn't think the two kid actors who played Elizabeth and Kenny were terrible, but the rest were pretty awful. I'll agree with that. But this movie is special, and I will give it a 5 out of 10 as well. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't have, you know, the kills because they, they, they really weren't kills. They were turning into, you know, dolls or whatever, or, you know, uh, wooden dolls. And I don't really have a favorite one of those because all the effects look pretty terrible. Well, the trolls died, but I didn't pick a favorite either. Yeah, no, I didn't pick a favorite. Well, they all got covered with milk, so you know, except one got one got hugged to death. So you know, whatever. Um, uh, yeah. Look, everything I already said. This movie's fun for what it is. Clearly, the target audience is not me, a thirty-year-old man. But I can remember growing up on this movie, watching it a ton as a kid. So I tried to put myself back there and just try to have a little fun with it. And I think you get some really good, earnest stuff here. From Jim Varney, I got to give him credit. Like he never phones in his performance in any of the movies that I've seen. He's always the same constant earnest character, and I think it works really well. But again, I think the kid actors around him are pretty rough, to be honest. Uh, I like the story, and Nurt the Kid carries her weight as well. Um, but again, w w this movie just doesn't have the same same amount of earnest fun and enough of a story from the other three that I like more. Um, so, again, you get a mixed bag here, some good, some bad, but I have a ton of nostalgia for it. I really, really do. And I'm going to try to add it to my Halloween rotation. It may not make it every year, but it will make it some years for sure. Uh, I'll say this. It's funny that Brian gave this movie a five and Nico gave this movie a five because I'm also giving this movie a five out of ten. All right, yeah, so uh, I didn't pick a favorite kill either because, like I said, the only ones that died were the trolls, and they weren't really anything good. Now, I will say this. Um, I, too, would probably die from my head exploding if uh, Andy Matichek hugged me. Uh, let's set that up sometime. Um, as far as the movie goes, yeah, that's right. I've moved on. She's my number one, if you can't tell. Uh, this movie is fun. It's not good. So, you, you know, this if you're wanting me to grade this on the same scale as we would grade Train to Busan, no, nah, it's not going to happen, Jack. Like It's two different movies, two different things you're looking for, looking to get out of watching them. So um, nostalgia carries it. Um, just seeing Ernest, seeing Jim Varney uh, in the character, uh, especially you know with Rimshot, Rimshot driving the truck. Like There's just some classic stuff in this movie that uh, I just remember watching for so many years as a kid. So um, you guys all three gave it a five. I'm going to branch out and be a little bit different, and I'm going to give it a five. And uh, <laughs> so What's our, composite? our composite rating, it's a five out our composite rating is, a, uh, is a five, and the IMDb <laughs> rating is a 5.7. So we're, we're pretty the, much right on it. Is that the first time that's ever happened? Has to yes. be. That's uh, uh, unless we've all – I don't know. Did we all four give Train to Busan a 10? No. no. I think I was the okay. only one who gave it a 10, honestly. Well, there. I think I okay. gave it a 9, if I'm not I mistaken. I feel like the only other time that that would have probably happened is on a movie that's a 9, 9.5, or a 10, but I don't even. I can't remember it happening then. Well, let's see. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, nope. That's not it. That's, that's, not, that's not it at all. Uh, okay. Train to Busan. Mike, 9. <laughs> Brian, 9.5. Nico, 10. Dustin, 9.5. Yeah. Okay. If I could so, retroactively rate that, I would also give it a 9.5. So we were pretty close. The movie was so damn good. Oh, but, so uh, good. God. Awesome. Any any final thoughts, guys, on uh, Ernest Scared Stupid? No, nah, uh, man. Thanks uh, for picking this, Dustin. I've yeah. It felt good to watch it again. Fun. It's been a long time. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're very welcome. I enjoyed it too. It's been a hell of a long time. So definitely a great nostalgic choice. Uh, Mike, you want to announce your theme for next month? And Dustin, you you just announced Brian's pick too. I forgot Brian's pick next week. All right. So I really couldn't ever settle on a theme. Uh, I really wanted to go with like an M. Night Shyamalan month, but I kind of, I just changed my mind and decided I wanted to spread those out a little bit and do something different. Um, And I already picked the Sixth Sense for this month. So I really went back and forth with a couple of different themes. And then I finally settled on streaming service month. So this movie or these movies have to pretty much be exclusive to a streaming service. So an original from these streaming services. So uh, Hulu, Netflix, Shudder, you know, anything like that or HBO Max, you know, it has to be an original. It can't just be on there, you know, like it can't just be Scary Movie 3 because it's on whatever streaming service. It has to be an original. And Brian picked a damn good one, I think. He's going with a prequel to the Alien franchise in Prey, a Hulu original. So very excited to do Brian's pick. Yeah, I'm excited for this this theme month as well, Mike. Uh, I am using my phone tonight, so I can't really go look at our blood donor uh, list. Just want to thank all of y'all. We really yes, appreciate we love you. it. You thank guys you. are awesome. Uh, I'll make sure I shout y'all out next week. Hopefully, we don't have no damn technical difficulties. <laughs> uh, technology is a bitch. But uh, just want to thank y'all for a great October. You know, we had a great month. Absolutely. Did a big variety of movies. You know, me and Dustin knocked out some childhood favorites. Mike knocked out one of his. I would say overall favorites because he doesn't throw out 10 ratings too often. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Got to review Halloween ends and shit all over it. That was fun. And a 31 rating. That was fun. Been a yeah. great month, and I'm looking forward to closing out the year. A year uh, from right now, we'll be doing one. Halloween Town, baby. My kids' movie. Let's go. Oh, hey, man. Mike, dry, and let's end the show on another. What do you mean, Burn? Burn to burn, burn, burn. I'm sorry. I keep going to Family Guy. What <laughs> he made for burn to burn, burn, burn. <laughs> know what I mean, Burn? Just want to remind everybody. Uh,